Well, how do I want to phrase this? Um, if I can cheat, I, I don't think we're starting soon. What happened? Hold you on. broke it. I broke it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tony. <laughs> we're not starting soon. We're start dead. <laughs> What happened to my car? Um, let's start with what happened to my car. So, uh, I have a 2020 vehicle, which has some smart functionality, which allows me through an app to be able to man uh, maintain certain things with my car, including tire pressure. Now, my car did tell me via the dash that one of my tires was low. And luckily, in the app, I can actually see exactly which tire is low. And I'm going to show people that are watching the uh, watching the stream exactly what I saw. And in essence, this is what I saw. Now, mind you, it says zero. But when I initially saw it, it said 28 um, PSI. All right. So uh, that's kind of hard to see. Hold on. Here we go. So it showed it showed 28 PSI. Now it shows zero. But what you will see, though, it's the front passenger side uh, tire, right? Can we all agree that it is the front passenger side tire? I think we can all agree that. All right. That's not the one that went flat. The one that went flat was the rear left tire. And when I got picked up by the tow truck, cause I don't have a spare, which is another issue. The uh, tow truck driver said, Oh, this is quite common when the dealership rotates the tires they don't reprogram the computer to let the computer know well the front tire that used to be in the front is down the back and vice versa and so on and so forth so when i put air into the tire that i thought was low i thought i was doing the right thing but apparently oh no i was putting air into the wrong tire now i didn't blow the front tire which could have been another issue but i didn't alleviate the problem at all which wasn't right. had nothing to do with the front tire whatsoever it had everything to do with the rear left tire and that was left untouched so That's for fun. pretty much all day saturday um i was Going from Costco to Costco, as it is my job to, you know, go go to these locations to do the thing that I do. And I was getting the air in the front tire just checked. Just I, I have a little reader that I plug into, you know, the tire valve and said uh, 38 PSI. I'm like, great. That's, that's what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be anything else. I'm like, okay, cool. 38 PSI. The next visit, 37 PSI. Okay, well, that's fine. And then as I'm driving home... I hear a I mean, that's the worst thing, you know, impression, but you get my drift. It's a rough impression, but keep going. It was a rough ride, too, because I knew it sounded like something that it shouldn't be sounding like. And long story short, I pulled over to the side of the road on a major freeway, Interstate I-80 here uh, on the uh, on the West Coast, uh, Northern California. It's a busy freeway. And I went to the tire that I thought it was supposed to be. And guess what? The front right tire was fine. I'm like, okay, what is that noise? And I went to the back, and it was the back left tire. Fun. So, yeah. It was freaking garbage. So, okay, so you just had to get towed because you don't have a spare. Yes. Yeah, so in the trunk of my car where the spare should be is a large foam inlay. And it's the shape of a spare tire. It's the shape of a spare tire, 
but it itself does not have a spare at all. So basically, it looks it has the mold of what the spare tire would be when you put the spare tire in the in the trunk, but it's not actually a spare tire at all. Dude, so you can put a spare tire there, yeah, or yeah, you can totally you put like, a spare tire. It's just the vehicle didn't come with one. Did not come with one. Brand new vehicle did not come with a spare tire. What? Yes. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, okay, so I have so many questions. Um, have you talked to the dealership yes, yes. yet? Yes. So I went to the dealership this morning. So that was kind of the, the big rigmarole. One reason why we're, we are recording late today is because I was expecting to be back around 10 a.m. Pacific Standard. I wasn't back until like 10.40, uh, give or take. Um, the tow truck that was supposed to pick me up today was delayed and then when I finally got to the dealership they gave me a whole runaround because the warranty that I have which is arguably a very good warranty really only covers you know bumper to bumper manufacturer defects this okay, wasn't but it's still there like that's their fault in it a way it is and it isn't here's how they got here's how they get out of it because okay. I was thinking the same thing that you thought Quentin one the app that you guys have out uh, and I'll call them out. Toyota's app. Toyota's app is supposed to be smart enough to say front uh, passenger side tire is low or rear passenger side tire is low. It's supposed right. to be smart enough because it has a freaking diagram that says it's smart enough. Right. However, two things with that. Because in the dashboard of my car, the dashboard doesn't specify which tire it just low. says there is a tire that's low. That means that the app is just arbitrarily saying that you have low pressure tire on one of your tires. Arbitrarily, you're like, oh, we're just going to choose this tire to tell you that you have low tire pressure. So while it might not be that tire, you need to check all four of them, which which I should have. I should right. have, but I thought that it was covered by the freaking smarts of this car. So one thing that right. the, the the guy at the dealership said was uh, rang very true, which was because um, uh, he had something similar. It wasn't a tire pressure issue, but he had something similar where his Corvette had some smart functionality with an application. Mm -hmm. But he uh, decided not to utilize that and then to really only use utilize the onboard uh, notifications for his car uh, because he didn't want to be uh, reliant on that kind of technology. At least the computer okay. technology in t inside the car is is uh, pretty accurate. So if I saw, as I did, if I saw the low-pressure uh, sensor and I didn't have the app, I would have checked all four tires. But because right. the app does give me the PSI of all four tires, I just kind of assumed, well, I should be covered. I should just I, I should only have to check the one tire. Now the the other thing the other side to why they're not covering this under any kind of warranty is to say, well, the time between you getting the low tire pressure and the time in which that your tire blew, we don't know what happened. You could have ran over a nail, you could have hit a bunny, uh it could have been aliens, none of which are covered. There's no recall. It's not a manufactured no, defect. Any... It okay. is it is standard wear and tear. And you tore that 
up, essentially, is what they're saying. So there's me in my sweats, in my awesome podcasting t-shirt at you know, 10 in the morning, and I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't know enough about cars. Maybe this, is, this should kind of push me into the direction of knowing a little bit more about cars. But also, I need to learn a little bit more how to deal with uh, these technicians, because I know how to deal with computer techs. I know how right. to deal with phone techs. And I right. know that world. But when it comes to like car techs, automotive techs, I kind of I'm a little bit reliant on their honesty and their knowledge. And I'm like, I'm I'm in your freaking hands. Now the guy was he wasn't apologetic, but he wasn't an ass about it. He's like, Look, mm-hmm. there's only so much that our warranty covers. And I was like, No, I get that, but here's my frustration. He's like, No, I get your frustration. There's just nothing that we can do. It's like, well, is there anybody I can talk to? Yeah, you could. Um, and you're more than welcome to. Like, he wasn't an ass about it, but at the same time, right. it wasn't like he, he was, was... realistic. Right. He wasn't bending over backwards to try and, like, you know what? This is mm. the first time we've met. I want you to be my friend for life. No, he, it wasn't anything like that. So, what right. I'm... After you and I record here, what I'm going to do is actually reach out to the person that sold me the car, which is at the same dealership that I went to this morning, and say, hey... Uh, guy, um, I know this is kind of not your department anymore, but if you are truly into customer service and not just commission, I need your help with something. Can you help me right. out? I'm not looking for a free anything necessarily. I just want a Meet better explanation. Something. something like that. Yeah, I just want a little bit of a better explanation as to what exactly... Um, what exactly went, is going on? What might be f- is, uh, what might be down the down the line to be fixed for something like this? Because if it is the app saying it could be any of the tires, this is just an arbitrary. We're choosing this tire. I'm not the only one that's going through this. Mm-hmm. This this is a very common car. It's not like I have a a Tesla Model Five, you know, you know, car that doesn't even exist. No, it's a Corolla. One of the most right. popular it's cars that, that dozen, people yeah. can buy. Yeah, <laughs> it's Cor- a hybrid Corolla in California. I'm sure it's very popular. Yeah, I, I can see their point of like you should have checked your tires anyway, and like at least walked around the vehicle. I can see like a lot of their points, but like you have these smart features, you want us to rely on them. I'm trying to rely on them. Like wh- I don't know what to tell you. I like at least they should meet you a little bit. Like I can understand them being like, no, you can't have a free tire, but at the same time, like. Come on, you gotta you gotta have a little. Compassion? Also admit, like you're you are a little at fault here because you did like forget to program the app that keeps me safe, right? Right. Like if the app, so it's it, like if the app is is not gonna be more true to life, then what's the point of having the app? Yeah. So it's like own where you're at fault, which is minimal, mm-hmm. but it's still there. Yeah. Own that part. Meet me halfway, and I'm a customer for life. Whereas if you don't, like, I'm not, I'm not buying tires from you. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the reason why I went back to the dealership versus the uh, the other partner dealership that's in my town is because right. when I went to the partner dealership, which is in my town, I went there last time just to do the routine, you know, three thousand mile checkup or whatever it is. And it was very much like wham, bam, thank you, man. They got me in and out because I'm not spending any money. It's it's, it's covered under warranty. So they did what they're supposed to do. And when I I had asked, hey, 
can you guys fix this thing? So on my doors, I have this little strip that goes on the edge of the door to protect the edge of the door if I ever hit it against something. It's just yeah, basically but... this molding strip that mm -hmm. uh, it is it is an aftermarket. It's like a screen protector. Right. It's But it's an aftermarket thing. However, I didn't put it on there. The dealership yeah. where I bought it put it on there. But mm -hmm. to me... Clear bra? It's something like that, yeah. But to me, yeah. Toyota is Toyota. Now, I know that's not necessarily the case. They're all franchises. Get it. But if I'm covered under the Toyota Care Protection, or whatever it's called, and I ask what I assume to be a very simple, hey, can you fix this? It might need some glue. Your glue might be better than my glue. I have Elmer's glue, all right? <laughs> so... Can you please do this for me? And the guy mm. at my local dealership said, no, you have to take it back to the dealership where you bought it because this is an aftermarket piece. We don't cover it. It's not covered by warranty. Fine. When I took it back to the dealership today, um, the one reason why I'm giving the guy that I, I spoke to a little, bit, a, a little bit more leeway, that's when he was on my side. He's like, no. That's covered under warranty. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we all sell that. That's a very common thing to sell. We put it on there just as easy as they could have put it on there. They could have fixed it for you. Yeah, I'll put that in. And he started typing in and like, fix the door mold thing. I'm like, thank you. My gosh. Like, that's all I wanted. Which is hard. a little dab of glue. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. No, like I've got the same thing. It sounds pretty much similar. Um then they told me like just come in if it's if it's like scratched up or whatever like it's it's basically a car screen protector like just bring it in and we'll just replace it because I'm sure for them it costs them nothing just like regular screen protectors they're a like they make a ton of money and they can lose a lot of them before it actually like causes them to lose money right like they could replace your car eight times and still be profitable because it probably is twenty times marked up marked up wow i can't talk <laughs> yeah it's just like this is the ground you choose to die on like no it's not covered okay <laughs> i'm sticking by, i'm sticking by my my guns here I'm like, why yeah this it's, isn't the gun you want to stick to <laughs> and it's not costing you anything like it's it's i'm not even asking for the whole thing to be replaced i'm i was asking for glue gorilla glue if that would have if that would have sufficed I don't have Gorilla Glue or else I would have glued it myself. When I say I have Elmer's Glue, I, so I live in a house let, let with ask you, is there, That's what they have. Is, is yours like, um, like mine genuinely looks like a screen protector. Like if I peeled it no, up, it's no, no, clear. No. And no. like you could, it, it's a screen protector. No, mine, mine, mine is actually clipped onto the edge. So when you open the door and there's the edge of the door, there is yeah. clipped right onto it this... Mm -hmm. Um, plastic, uh, not screen protector, but this this plastic molding that is designed to be right up against the edge of the uh, of that door. So when you bump it against something, uh, it doesn't hit it the actual the, door. Yeah. It hits the little bumper. It's a bumper. I mean, that's another way to look at it. It is a bumper, but it's not clear. It's the same color scheme as the mm. car, so that's cool. It does. It doesn't like. It's not an eyesore. Um, right, but it, it's also not just a clear plastic. Right, yeah, mine's a clear plastic, but it you can't. 
like you won't notice it unless you're like looking for it and then you're like oh yeah that's there okay yeah but yeah mine's mine's a clear uh it, it straight up feels like the old uh the old screen protectors that were kind of like they had like a texture to them and they like you your finger didn't slide as smooth right yeah that like more rubbery feel like yeah. it's it's the same but anyway gross i hate um, those old screen protectors <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Those going were terrible. Back to those, oh my word! Oh, those no. are terrible. Those are the same That's ones that what... were on like my Palm Trio from back in the day. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it protects it, but it's ugly. Yeah, it's and then you terrible. have it. You take it off. Like you have it there for a while, and then you take it off, and you realize like it's darkened your screen for one. Yeah. It's all like disgusting. And then Gross. like you you feel your screen. You're like, oh, I missed this. Oh, so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think at the end of the here's what I've learned. I need to get a spare okay. tire. Need to get a spare right. tire, period. Um, and then also, cannot believe your car didn't come with it, but keep going. I need to get a spare tire. Um, I need to talk to the guy who sold me the car just to clarify a few things. Uh, but right. then also, uh, I think the life lesson here is you and I, and we've talked about this before. If you like what you like, you're go- you're gonna uh, de- de- devote your life and your your uh, your free time into those things. You and I mm-hmm. like tech. We know how computers work. We built computers. We know how phones work. You are in. You're into networking. You know how you know a whole network works and stuff like that. We know how things work. When we don't know how things work, like cars, we rely on other people, and maybe we shouldn't. So maybe maybe this is this. <laughs> I mean, right? So th- yeah, th- you're not wrong. Th- this is just an unfortunate uh, uh, um, turn of events that has maybe pushed me into the edge of. All right. Well, is uh. Is, it is there any good online classes I can take to uh, kind of teach me about these things so I don't have to rely on, on people? Or am I just talking to the wrong people? I don't know. Right. Just real quick, uh, just kind of want to touch on this. It's it's exciting. Not sure what it means. But this morning, Microsoft announced that they are buying um, the parent company of, um, of Bethesda, which for those who don't know, Bethesda... Uh, published and, and developed games such as Quake, uh, Doom, Elder Scrolls, uh, Prey, amongst amongst many others. So while I haven't played many of those games long term, I, I, I used to play Quake and, and, and Doom, but not so much anymore. Uh, not even the newest one. Uh, Quentin, you have. Um, we don't know what this not means. Not all the way through, but yes. Right. We don't know what this means long term, but are you excited? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm starting to see like lots of people being like, "Yeah, uh, Microsoft's hands-off approach is working really well." So I, I have good like good faith in this, and like like even like other uh, other fans of other consoles and stuff like that, they're like, "This oh, this could be good." And I'm like, "You're not you're not mad, <laughs> okay?" I know, right? Anytime <laughs> anytime Microsoft makes moves that affects like the the gaming community. Or just like uh, the uh, uh, e- even the enterprise community. Anytime they make big moves, like when when Microsoft bought GitHub, I was like, oh crap! Everybody, every like open source developer loves GitHub. We're gonna get so much crap, and we did. But then within like a year, a lot of those people were like, no, good job, good job. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> L- like you said, Quentin, it was it was a it was a very much a hands off. It was very much a hands off approach. They did what they're supposed. They did what they said they were going to do. They improved this. They didn't touch that. We were good. So I, I'm expecting big things. And again, when we say we don't know exactly what this means for, for like future titles, that that goes into like exclusivities and stuff like that. 
because uh, yeah. our our uh, hey. our mutual friend mentioned that Elder Scrolls Six is going to be a launch title, but we don't know if that means it's going to be a launch title for the Series X and it's going to be an exclusive Elder Scrolls Six. Well, there's rumors. Okay, so this, oh. this is kind of what they're. This is kind of what what's going on in right now. Like, okay, we're in the rumor mill now, where where Bethesda has talked a little bit about El- Elder Scrolls Six, but they haven't really mm-hmm. definitively said. Blah. But then other people are saying, well, sources say that it will be a launch title for the Xbox Series X, uh, but that's a launch title. doesn't necessarily mean an exclusive title. Right. So we, we, no, the, we don't know. The exciting thing there is the like all of those games being on Game Pass. Yeah. We talk about Game Pass being uh, not just affordable, but much more valuable now. Are you kidding? You're kidding. So... I, I personally, I'm a huge proponent of Game Pass, even even without being connected to Xbox and Microsoft as I am. This just makes it 10 times more viable as a reason to say to someone who's interested in uh, adding Xbox to their portfolio of gaming or is not quite sure which way to go of the two major consoles, PlayStation or Xbox. Game Pass Ultimate, done deal. Simple, easy. You know, I ran into... <laughs> I'm just going to tell this quick story and then we can move on from uh, Xbox and stuff. But ran into this uh, person yesterday and I was, he's a nice guy, but he's like, you know, I've, I've always, I've never liked Xbox. I've always had a problem with them. I'm like, Oh, what's that? Like I try, I try to not get into that conversation, but I'm like, what's going on? Wait, and were you, like, were I you just, in, were you in work mode or you were in no. Quentin mode? I was in just regular, like, like hanging out with friends and I'm meeting some new friends of friends. Okay. All right. And <laughs> he's like, I hate how Microsoft does their, their pre-owned games. I hate that you can't share games and stuff like that. And I'm like, like me and like three other people, even people who are like PlayStation guys, they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know how you can't share like the games and stuff. And we're like, and I said, well, you can. And he's like, well, it's a difficult process. I'm like, no, you just do the thing. The thing you're talking about, was before like the game re- the console release in 2013 and he's like well i've never seen a used game i'm like you've never been to a gamestop and he's like no i'm in i'm gamestop i'm like so in seven years you've gone into a gamestop and specifically avoided the xbox section to the <laughs> point where you didn't see a single pre-owned games even though in seven no years i'm games. sure there nope. were stacks of pre-owned games in the back i'm sure there was like deals and stuff but like nope can't can't see those oh nope, wait i can't that PlayStation, that used PlayStation thing, I'll take that. But no one uses yep. Xboxes, I don't see anything. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, how have you missed that? And, you know, the funny thing was, is after he's like, you know, I, st- I just, I've, I still have a problem with Xbox. And I'm like, well, it sounds like your only complaint was never a complaint to me in the first place. Right. <laughs> I mean, grant, like- grant, granted, uh, when, when, when we had, you know, that... Uh, we'll call it a regime. When that regime of Xbox was in power, they made some choices that were less than kosher. I think we can right. all agree with that. Right. But then they, they after, had ideas that were poor explained. They had ideas yes. that were ahead of their time. Very I mean, much out of like, their time. If they if they could have changed just a couple things in that, like the way that a whole sharing thing worked and then allowed, um, like released it now, that would be amazing ability mm-hmm. to go buy a disc and then put it in and then be like, nope, okay, I'm done with the disc. Yep, that's that's so cool. 
Yep. I'm a huge fan of that. But um, I mean, and like we've even seen it with the uh, Xbox S, uh, Xbox One S all digital, where that it didn't come out of left field, but a lot of people were like, "Why is this a thing? We have used this games. We want to switch games. It won't work." Clearly, it works. <laughs> Sony. Okay. So I think yeah, I think we're, we're done talking about that. But yeah. very excited anyway. for the for the future of Bethesda under the Microsoft uh, Game Studio brand. It's pretty awesome. Yep. So back at WWDC early on this year, iOS 14 was announced in beta, and uh, you. I don't know if you yourself were testing it. Uh, no. I know you want to talk about it. But I wasn't testing it. I didn't want to talk about it until it was fully baked. And as of last week, it is now fully baked. And right. as a as an ex Android user, I know you wanted my input input and insight uh, into it because it adds a few more Android esque kinds of functionalities. Right. Uh, one of the main things being that there are widgets now. Right. So, before I give my two cents, what are your three cents? <laughs> um, it's awesome, but I don't have, like, I haven't sat down and made, like, use of the widgets. Um, the only thing that I wish they had is the ability, they have, like, this all-up view to see all your pages of apps. I'm super excited to see all that, but, like, you can't reorganize the pages. Like, you can't just be like, there we go. Like, just switch these two. That's all I want. Really? And you can't do that? No, you can't do that. I thought you could do that with iOS. I really want that. I think you can do that on PC, but I want that because I want to like put everything of my old screens to the side and then like make a new home screen and yeah. be like, this is now what I want. Like this is an all up view of this, that, and the other. And I want to make it and then make it my home screen and see if it sticks with me. And then if it does make it my home screen and if it doesn't then have the ability to revert back. But yeah, still trying to figure out and also waiting for more and more apps to come out with widgets. Um, That's the big thing. <laughs> That is yeah. 100% the and I'm big happy, thing. It, and it, I'm happy to see it happening quickly. Like, every, everyone seems to be like, new widget for our app, new widget for our app. Because when it first launched, I was like, so it's only Apple? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, right? The, really? And then, like, you know what's funny is OneDrive was the first one that I saw, like, add a widget. And I was like, okay, so third party is doing widgets and stuff like that. That's, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, you no, know, but I will tell you the coolest thing that I've seen isn't even an iOS thing, even a 14. It's I am so proud of my wife's family <laughs> because okay, and and Amy, special shout out to you. Um, they uh, we never do shout outs on this. The big one. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Um, in years past, it's always been like, hey, guys, you should update your phones. And then they do. And then they skip all the tutorial buttons. And then they're like, I'm like, yeah, you should do this thing. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they added it when you updated your phone four months ago. It was in the tutorial. Well, I, this would have solved this this huge issue that I had. Yeah. And if you read the manual that, you know, the little tips guy that said, hey, there's new stuff. You should look at the new stuff. You would have known about that. Man, I've been having this problem for... It's taken me, like, you know, several minutes to get this done. 15 minutes to get this done. This would have solved that. Read the manual. <laughs> <laughs> but this year... But this year, I, I sent a message. I said, hey, um, there's new... The, the update's out. And here's a link to the iOS kind of, like, just all-up view of, like, all the new features and stuff. 
Um, strongly suggest you look at it. And then, like, if you have questions, you can come to me. But the first, th- I even said, like, the first thing I'm going to ask you is if you read the manual. And that's all I sent. I didn't, I didn't want to, like, super engage. I just was like, hey, it'd be great if you read the manual first. My mother-in-law did. And, like, she, so we went over there. And I'm like, how do you like a new IS-14 update? And she, she pulls out her phone. And she's got the most complicated widget page of like she's got little like widgets and like different sizes and stuff and like folders and like two pages like it she's got it organized man and i'm like <laughs> like this is amazing and she's like yeah i'm like what well, what about the pins like you do you, you have new pins in your your messages and she's like showing me she's got all these different pins and stuff like she's like yeah you can max out at nine and i'm like yep you can max out at nine and (laughs) she's like going through she's like yeah i've used all the new features and stuff and i'm like you know you've taught somebody (laughs) you know you've taught somebody well when they finish your sentence or they finish your thought for you yep yep oh okay yep no i I was so proud i was like (laughs) i thought i was gonna give you the aha moment but you found it out already okay what do you need me for oh you still need me for the other things okay good I'm not. I'm not completely useless. I'm still here for something. Not completely useless. That's good. That's good. Yep. No, I'm. Uh, yeah. No. Super proud. The only thing she needs to still do is occasionally I still see her. Like she got a new Windows laptop and she still occasionally brings her MacBook because she's like, well, it's all my photos on are on there, and I'm like, offload. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I haven't had time, and I'm like, okay, but it's been a while. Yeah. So it's my it's my little little critique, but. In terms of iOS updates, that is my biggest thing of like... That's awesome. Like, there's not even... A, the, the thing I'm most excited for isn't a feature. It's the fact that <laughs> my my in-laws have, like, embraced the new update and looked at the new update and learned the new update. Now that's, and that's cooler than the update. <laughs> that's, that's honestly very tough because a lot of people... Um, and I'm sure a lot of people who are watching this right now, whenever your computer gets an update or an app gets an update... Sometimes there'll be a little pop-up to say, hey, this is what's new in the update. How much of you actually read that? How many of you actually, like, dive into, like, okay, here are the change notes? you even know what change log is? Like, most people don't. And most right. people see it as a, as a deterrent or they see it as, like, oh, it's another thing I have to read. And they just click through it. Those things yeah. are important. And, yeah. and, and sometimes they aren't. Sometimes they're nonsensical and you're like, oh, it's a bunch of, like, developer jargon that I don't fully understand and I will never understand. Yeah, that's fine. But moreover, there are those times where they are going to talk about a feature that is super awesome and yep. it's going to ring true with you. And unless yep. you have somebody like Quentin or like myself around, you're going to be lost and you're not going to be able to take yep. advantage of those features for many, many, many moons. No, I can you tell you with the, with the widget release, the... Uh, if this had happened when we, when me and my wife first got married, it would have been the funniest thing because I would have come over like, let's say two months from now, and I would have like passively like just shown them my screen, like, "Hey, what'd you do with your widgets? Widgets?" Shown right. them my screen and been like, "How do you do that?" And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> "Like, okay, well, let's let's talk." So there, there's a couple of things, and like like you said, they're, they're, uh, the widgets are new; they're all kind of rolling out, and that's like the big mainstay of iOS 14. That's one of the big things. One of the right. big things for me, there's two big things for me. One, one of them is that iOS 14 allows you to change your default apps for both the browser and your email. Now, Quentin, 
I know you're okay uh, with using the standard uh, email app, the mail app, if you will. Right. Um, but I've told you I've I've never liked it. I thought it was ugly. Right. I don't like how and the gestures work. My wife is the same thing, but go ahead. Now you can actually change the default email. Um, yeah, whether I'm very be, impressed with that. Whether it be Gmail or the Gmail app or, or in my Outlook. case, the Outlook app. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for about 10 minutes, I was trying to change the permissions and the app's permissions to allow Outlook to be the default and it wasn't populating. Mm-hmm. I was like, gosh, dang it. Like, I, I thought this was a big deal. I'm like, there are 30,000 articles explaining how to, how to, oh, I have to update the app. Let me make sure the app is up. Oh, the app's not updated. Okay, let me update the app. Okay, it's updated. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good, everybody. Uh, the other thing, too. The other thing, too, is I no longer have to use Safari. The default browser is now Microsoft Edge. So mm. all of my Microsoft Edge favorites and everything run over from my Windows 10 PC to my phone. And it's wonderful. You, now, mind Whiting. you, now I am Vanna Whiting. I will say the, the other thing I've been impressed by, and this is kind of a weird one, is, is the other day... I was in the car and I needed to get directions to somewhere and I wasn't like, I wasn't driving yet. Um, but my phone was at my side and I was like putting something in a bag. I was putting stuff away and my phone's unlocked and on and everything. And so I say, Hey, so-and-so not going to say her name cause she's right here. Um, open Google maps. And she says back opening Google maps, just so you know, you can get directions by saying open directions in Google maps. So you can say like, Hey, so-and-so get directions to Costco in Google maps and it will do that. And I'm like, what? Like you gave me a, like a suggestion that is helpful. Like you gave me information and not only that, but like the fact that it like that works, like that works. And like they have that feature. And then not only do they have that feature, but they advertise that feature and say, Hey, just so you know, you, you can do this. You can yeah. use third like this other thing, even though we have the same thing and we've spent a obscene amount of money to make this thing. If you're using this other thing that's a competitor, technically, like here's an easier way to use it to make it work on our system. And I'm like, I was blown away. I was yeah. honestly blown away that that option was there. It's and one like, of works. It's one of those instances where. When someone says, I've, I bet Steve Jobs is rolling in his grave, I think he would be too. Because this is one of those <laughs> things where Jobs hated the idea of having iTunes on Windows, right? So, so that complete disconnect of being able to see an Apple device work in congruence with a Windows device to mm. him was just unfathomable like why would you want that to happen no if you want to have itunes if you want to have QuickTime, you got to get a mac now on the mobile platform we don't longer have to use these apple services if you don't want to and i think the the uh, the choice the fact that we actually have choice now is is amazing and it's really great to see apple kind of turning a new leaf now mind you I will make an argument. One of the reasons why they're doing this is because they're also in a little bit of hot water uh, over a class action lawsuit, which caused them uh, to be uh, non-competitive 
with some of their other applications vis-a-vis Xbox Cloud Gaming, for example. And we're not right. going to get it. We're not going to get into the weeds of that because that that's a right, whole. We've talked about talk for a while. We've and, talked about yeah. that for a while, but it's the same. It, it, it's it's in the same ballpark to say Apple is very strict and has very oddball rules about their app store, and it tends to change every once in a while, and it seems anti-competitive. But it's okay because we can change the browser now to be whatever browser that you want. And so, okay, so. They're 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 bending one way to bend another way, and there while- also seems to be a little like letting up, like realizing, oh, uh, we are starting to lose ground on this, and yeah. we need to start <laughs> not holding not holding as such a walled garden. We are we are better, like the whole uh, uh, Max don't get viruses, and that still goes around, but it's like, no, not true. Yeah, just so we can just so we can be clear, in 2019, Macs got 16 percent more viruses than Windows computers did. So there's that. Um, I, I I I do want to point out uh, as well too, kind of going back to what you said um, when Apple last Monday announced the new iPads and the new Apple Watch and things of that nature. They also announced the new service, which is Apple One, which for one low monthly price, you and your family can actually uh, share a bunch of Apple services, including Apple Music. So uh, that's great. That's very affordable for the family. But then you, if you look at competing uh, um, companies, a.k.a. Spotify, not only is Spotify losing out to this bundle, they were losing out to the bundle in the first place. Because Apple Music is how much by itself? $9.99 when you just yeah. buy it by itself? $9.99 a month? Well, yeah. Spotify is also $9.99. But how, when you um, renew and initiate your subscription through your iPhone... Apple gets 30% of that every right. single time. So mm-hmm. uh, so Spotify was already losing money. Now they're losing money hand over foot because of this awesome new bundle that is great for consumers if you're in the Apple ecosystem, but not so much if you're utilizing another competitor. See, so so again, I like, like disagree with that? Oh really? I yeah, the their bundle doesn't like have anything. <laughs> like it has a little bit of storage which their storage for that that amount is like two dollars a sure. month. They have the music, which is awesome. Apple they TV, have Apple TV, which I'm sorry, I've had a year subscription that I got with my phone, haven't used it, Same. have not seen a single thing on there that has ever been like ooh, like it's all Apple program, but right. they don't have anything like, uh, like extra, like oh, like how Netflix has their own stuff, but then has the Office. I mean, obviously it came backwards, like that's not how it developed, but like. They don't have more than just their stuff. They just right. have their stuff, and it's all like, it's cool, but it's like, eh. it's not cap. It's not captivating yeah. for you. Yeah, it's not captivating. Um, and then like just all their all the other like extra little things are just kind of like, no, no. <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but like the the workout thing seems interesting, but. Well, the workout thing makes a huge amount of sense right now because where's where everyone working out? At least here in California, no gyms are open, so everyone's working right. out at home. Right. And if they get used to this workout program, which is both recorded and live, you, they go back to their gym. How many how many gyms do you think are going to integrate this into their own gym pro membership or into their own gym program? I'm sure a lot of them are thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense to unfortunately put some personal trainers out of out of a job 
But from a larger gym membership point of view, if people are going to come in here with Apple Watches and iPhones, let's capitalize on that and yeah. use our own, you know, our own people to be a part of this Apple ecosystem and we still retain a gym membership. Right. You have a very different gym membership. Your gym membership is your friends that have an awesome like <laughs> Uh, gym and a hey, shed. I was going. I was going to places before then. I was going to like Platinum Fitness and stuff before. Right, but when that now has gone away or not as readily available, you still have the ability to you know do your own thing, which not everybody right. does. Right. I, I get your point though, and when, when you're looking at all the different services, they aren't very attractive. Uh, Apple Arcade, not very attractive. Uh, no. Apple TV, it is kind of a joke. Less of a joke than YouTube, YouTube TV. At least YouTube TV had actual channels with actual right. like shows that are syndicated. Um, and then, of course, Apple Music and things of that nature. But we're not the target audience, right? Um, to use a term that my, my kids would say, the target audience is a boomer. The target audience are, are our, our respective parents or aunts or whatever to say, I am paying for all these freaking phones of my kids and maybe even, depending on the, the, the scope of it all, grandkids. So I want to minimize right. my subscriptions. 30 bucks a month, um, that's worth it to me. That's a dollar a day. That's worth it to me. And everybody gets their own Apple uh, this, Apple that, and Apple uh, what have you. Right. Um, so it goes, but so if enough families do that, why are we paying 14 bucks a month for two lines of Spotify? That doesn't make right. sense. That's that's kind of where I see it at. Okay. I still will never subscribe, but I see your point. <laughs> I won't ever subscribe either. And like to you, you and I both have a year of Apple TV right now as we speak. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I've looked on there several times on my phone, on my Apple TV and stuff, and it's just like every time I'm like, no, it's just... Yeah, the lack it of just wasn't, it's there. just not compelling. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. So there's a new feature on iOS that allows for you to, when an app asks for permission to access your photos, you can say, yes. "I don't want you to access all my photos. I want you to access these photos that are pertinent to what I'm trying to do." Right. Um, found that very interesting because I did that with Facebook. Um, oh. And the interesting thing was is when I was using Facebook a little bit later. It said, hey, Facebook wants access to more photos, or do you want to keep with the same photos? While I was just browsing, all of a sudden it was just like, we need more photos. And I'm like, no, you don't. You were just no, browsing you Facebook. Don't. You were just browsing Facebook. You weren't actually trying to upload, and you got a pop-up saying, can we get more Can we get more access to more photos? Yeah. Interesting. One last thing about iOS 14. I don't know if this is an iOS 14, 14 thing or not. But in the accessibilities menu, you can change double tap on the back or triple tap on the back. Check this out. If I want to, double tap, screenshot. If, and I can change it. So you go into your accessibilities menu uh, on your phone and you go to uh, uh, touch. And down at the bottom, it says back tap. And double tap, I have set to screenshot. If I triple tap, I can set it to go to no notification center, mute, shake, Siri, spotlight, volume up or down. There's a bunch of things that can change. That was another shortcut that I found to be quite useful for me because if I'm one-handed and I need to screenshot something, I can totally do it with 
like this, like like the screenshot, you know. But I have to move my hand into a in, into a way in which I can click those two buttons. Now, all I have to do is back tap the back, and it screenshots it. I, I and I okay. I found that to be very useful. Yeah. No. This is interesting. Yeah. But how does it? So if I do this versus I, this, I honestly don't know if there's like a sensor in the back or what it is, but it's it's it it. Uh, it must read the accelerometer somehow. I don't know. I, I really it don't know. It works really well. I'm right? trying to like I'm trying to like throw it off. Quinton likes to challenge things. I like when... to challenge tech. You you you're saying, oh, it's gonna work really well. Let's see you work really well. I it's like gotta be a center tap too. Like I can tap the bottom area and it's not doing anything. This so is... yeah. That's another okay. another another feature. What, I, what about what about like setting my phone down weird or something? That's weird. That's <laughs> that's something else, dude. Right? You want? Oh, I'll I'll, I'll share one my la, my last little thing. Okay, last little thing of the iOS way, fourteen. The the way I got the entice that I had for everyone to update when I was talking to my wife's family, I'm like, hey, you should update your phones. I was like, I'll make I'll make one art one argument, and that'll be it for you to update. <laughs> he said, you can watch Netflix while browsing other apps, and they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> Quentin, I finally can watch Netflix or or watch Twitch streams and play solitaire simultaneously. You have no idea how happy I I am to be able to do that. Now, one thing I will argue is that the picture-in-picture video can only be all the way up at the top or all the way at the bottom. You can't put it, like, in the center or place it wherever you want. It has to dock either at the top or the bottom. Not a huge annoyance. I I was just used to, on Android, I was used to being able to put the little picture-in-picture wherever I wanted within reason. But, yes, it is finally here. I've been waiting for it. And so now I have no excuse not to watch your Twitch streams, everybody. There you go. Does this photo, this painting, does this look familiar to you? The painting itself? Yeah. First off, I hope you had boba tea. I love boba tea. (laughs) Um, Second off, the painting, I feel like if I say something wrong, it's going to trigger somebody. You're fine. Okay. Do you recognize it, yes or no? No. Okay. I was laughing to myself about this because this photo that is all pretty and has like some extra Japanese writing and stuff or Chinese writing or whatever it is. I don't know what it was because I don't speak the, like the language and I'm not sure. good at recognizing it because I suck. Um, Your words, not mine. It's a stock photo from Windows. What? It's a stock Windows photo. It's like the nature theme. Is it for really? Windows. It totally is. Are you sure? Because yeah, it's my background. No, it's not. Yeah, it Are totally you is. It's it's a Windows background. It is hundred percent a Windows background. That's amazing. Is it not like that? Oh, I love That's it. It's amazing. I love it so much. It, That's yeah, funny. It is straight up a Windows background, and I just I. I had to share because it was it, it, like I was trying to focus on getting my food and getting out of there and stuff. But yeah. I was laughing to myself because it's like this. This is a Windows background. <laughs> okay. 
it's artsy. It's it's some beautiful painting. It is beautiful, but it's a stock windows thing. <laughs> All right, guys, last but not least, we do want to touch on something, and it is very apparent on what we are going to touch <laughs> well, on. Well, for people who are watching the video, anyway. Yes, for people that are watching the video, you get it. For people that are listening to the audio right now, you're probably wondering, what the heck is he talking about? Check this We're out. We're not going to tell you. No. Check this out. Look at that. Look at that. Isn't that so what, cool? What it is, is we are both wearing shirts that are identical. They look, they're black shirts that look like they have the Supreme logo across the front, but yep. instead of saying the word Supreme, they say the word podcaster. Yeah. Um, and this is a huge, huge shout out uh, to Travis over at poddex.com. So what poddex are, if you haven't yet seen it, we did this a couple of episodes ago. Poddex are essentially playing cards and they come in packs of 50 and in these playing cards well this is a green pack which is why it fades into the background uh but in each pack there are essentially conversation starting questions to help you with podcast interviews to help you get to the next level and keep your audience entertained i've been using these during my live streams here on twitch so when I'm playing Apex or I'm playing Call of Duty and I don't have anybody else to talk to and, and people in the chat are just watching and not really necessarily conversating, I'll pull out one of these cards and answer. So just as an example, um, Quentin, do you want me to pull from the interview deck episode, the would you rather or what the heck, heck deck? What the heck? I, I want to know what the heck that is. The what the heck deck. <laughs> Is, is, oh, it's is, the green one too! Yay! It's the green one. It's the green one. <laughs> so these are these are questions that are I would argue uh, more of the uh, not existential, but they're they're kind of the hypothetical. They're definitely more in the hypothetical realm of questions. So these mm-hmm. aren't necessarily things that you would actually do or experience in your life. But right. if you if you did, what would you do? So we're gonna choose. We're gonna, oh God! They're green. We're gonna choose. Oh my God! We're gonna choose one of these cards. Okay, here. You tell. You just tell me when. Now. Okay. It was this card right here. Okay. And it's a. It's a little washed out. Oh, this is interesting. If which body part do you wish you could detach, and why? Uh, for those that are listening, Quentin is looking around his desk for his body parts. <laughs> I'm looking at my body parts like, why would I need to detach something? And I'm like, I'm like trying to think of a practical, a, a practical reason to want to detach something. Like my initial like knee jerk is, oh, uh, detach my legs because then I can cosplay as Octane. There you go. Got to lose some weight first. But yeah. That that like that that's my that's the only like practical reason because it's like my hand no there's no reason to, you know I, I like the only other thing i could think of for practical use would be to be able to detach one of my arms because i'm a side sleeper and being able to do that would make ah, that comfier much comfier i hadn't thought yes. about that see when i was when this was prompted just 10 seconds ago i didn't think of the external body parts i thought of the internal body parts i'm like you know what why don't we just go ahead and detach the appendix and the spleen while we're at it? Like, I don't need those two things, right? But, but do, no, I, no. do I not you, you need those put, two things? No, 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 you can. You have to put them back though. Like, they're they're 
they're detached temporarily. Like they're, we're not seeing a removal because oh, you already can okay. get your appendix out. That's you already true. Can get fair your, enough. Fair enough. Yeah, you okay. can get those removed. So something that I would detach temporarily, but I would have to put it back uh, after the fact. Ooh, another one. If you're talking internal, because I wasn't thinking internal, would be your stomach because um, then like you could have the ability to like not get sick and stuff like that. If you're sick, you're like, no, I'm done. If you're uh, going on roller coasters and stuff, and you're not so like used to them or something, you could just be queasy. like, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could just re- detach. If you're starting to get hungry and you're like, no, I've got a couple hours before dinner, you could be like, no, now I'm not hungry. So basically, what you're saying is the next time that you and I go to Lagoon, the roller coaster place over by you, uh, and you're gonna <laughs> detach your stuff. Hey, Tony, you hold this. I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> it's like dripping. It's like here. <laughs> No, thank you. Ooh, squelchy. <laughs> All right, so that that's an example of the what the heck deck. Let's let's pull a card. We'll pull one card from each deck. We'll just make it fair okay. for each deck. Uh, right. This is from the standard interview deck. Okay. This is cool. What band or artist, dead or alive, would play at your funeral? Uh, in knee jerk rea- uh, reaction is the Beatles. That was my initial knee jerk reaction as well too, but then I changed it a little bit recently. Okay. Um I I would choose Lincoln Park. I'm not surprised with you. Yeah. Uh, but that's more in in tune with like me, right? Yeah. Cuz both yeah. um I I can be angry as we've all seen. Um <laughs> or I can be like, "Hey, this is a cool song." <laughs> It the Beatles. Would have to be the Beatles. What 100%. song though? What song would they play? Oh, I have no idea. Like you know, okay. Yesterday, Blackbird. When I'm 64. Like I don't know what you want. Help. <laughs> <laughs> all of those are perfect for a for a funeral. I think all of those are perfect for a funeral because they're like the Blackbird and um uh, the first one that you had mentioned yesterday. Uh, yesterday, the you know quite somber. Um, right. but. Help and when I'm 64, especially when I'm 64, it's like I'm sad, but I like this ditty. Oh my god, is that Paul McCartney? You know, it's like, <laughs> that'd be kind of crazy. All right, um, next one is the episode deck. Now we have we thought that the interview deck would be a little bit better for us because they're more interview questions to be like uh, and generate um, just kind of a one topic kind of thing. But because of our a layout or rather our uh, podcast um Genre? format uh format? Okay. yeah the format episode deck might work as well for us too so okay. tell me when to stop go oh interesting this is something that you would be really good at reverse cast start with the result and work backwards to the problem that this is hard because this is like it's too it's so much more overarching yeah so this this is definitely like a uh uh, a half an hour topic for us this particular right. topic um there were some other topics in this one that would be more like 10 minutes um answer your business faqs like we do have a few business faqs that we could answer again that could be like maybe 15 minutes you know talking right. about our sponsorships they, they're definitely how. like longer longer questions for sure right uh and then lastly let's do another one this is one that i pulled earlier that before we uh we start recording Five things I'm excited about right now. That that okay. would be a nice like ten minute conversation, uh, which can expand or not as long as we you know stick to our our planned schedule. And right. then lastly is the would you rather deck. This is the scary deck. 
in my opinion. And it's red. And it's red. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, would you rather wear adult diapers the rest of your life or never wear underwear again? Quentin's thinking. Mm. He's thinking hard. (laughs) I'd probably lean towards not wear underwear ever again. Just because... No, I don't really want to wear it. <laughs> yeah, the um, the adult diapers has definitely like has its not a, a, like, cons over I, the, over the, its pros. Yeah, and if it's if I could cheat, I would wear shorts underneath my pants, or like short shorts underneath my shorts. Not oh, but underwear, not but not like, underwear. Yeah. yeah, but if it, if we're going like, hey, that that becomes underwear, then fine. I just won't wear underwear. Gotcha. Like, yeah, I that yeah, no. Do another one of those. Would you rather be able to record your thoughts or your dreams while you sleep? Thoughts. Dreams would be interesting and like, you know, a fun like, oh, that that's so funny and stuff like that. Yeah. But thoughts would be much more uh helpful cuz you're when you're dreaming, your your dreams are nonsense and when you if you watch them back, they would be still nonsense. Like yeah, you'd yeah, watch I, them and you'd, you'd have a laugh for sure. And maybe yeah. you'd find some introspective stuff for sure. But maybe. I feel like the benefit of getting your thoughts would be so much higher. Okay. I feel like now, like, uh, if we were able to record our thoughts, the accessibility to be able to do that is so much easier now. So, um, if I want to record my thoughts, I have I have I have a phone that I can do that with. Like it's the note taking app that's built into the iPhone, and it's great. It's how I how it's how I record my bedtime stories with my daughter that I do every every week. Right. Um, but recording my dreams, as much as I don't like um, necessarily uh, drilling into the meaning behind my dreams, uh, I think it would be very unique to see what my subconscious is trying to go through and trying to create while I'm asleep. For example, mm-hmm. a few nights ago, I dreamt that I took uh, euthanasia pills willingly, but it didn't kill me. And so I went off into a journey to find out why I wasn't dead. Like, I, I, in the dream, I want... Like, that sounds like a movie. <laughs> why is this happening? Exactly. So I'm like, okay, wh- where did this come from? Where did it, you know? Where's this going? Things of that, same, things like that. So that'd be kind of cool. Uh, and last one, last one that we'll do. Uh, let's not do that one. That's. Ooh, would you rather be covered in bees or spiders? Uh, bees. 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 Right, that's an easy Def- answer because bees. I know I've seen too many uh, videos of uh, what are they called? Uh, Apiarian. Apiarian. Apiarist. Air Pierist. I know this because of the office. No, Jim, I use a bad apiarist. Apiarist. Uh, no, but like a beekeeper. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen too many of them. Like they're they're just like scooping bees with their hands, and they're like, "Oh, they're not going to sting me because this, that, and the other." I'm like, yeah, oh, cool. If you have the right pheromones me- on you, you, sh- yeah. you should generally be okay. Yeah, they. They're. I'm like, cool. You tell me what I need to do, and I'll be safe. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, these these yeah. are really cool. I mean. Again, no, they're super cool. I'm, th- I'm, I like how the would you rather isn't too 
some of those can get super in depth and just like you're like, oh my gosh. Uh, well, not only that, some of them can get either super in depth or they can get super NSFW. And from what I've been reading, just kind of going through all these decks, none of them are really NSFW. None of them are like, right. would you rather have sex with? But like, they don't really go into so much of that. Um, they're funny. Some of them are definitely funny. Some of them are mm-hmm. introspective. Um, and here's a really cool thing about pod decks is that and first off i just want to uh, say we're not getting paid for this segment this is really just our appreciation uh, back to pod decks uh for sending us the shirts and these extra decks but you as a viewer genuinely cool so (laughs) yeah super cool uh but you as a viewer and a listener to the still recording podcast you can get your own free deck absolutely free all you have to do is go to free.poddecks.com fill out the form you'll have to pay for shipping and handling which is about nine bucks or something like that but they'll send you your own free interview deck i think it's the interview deck but you get one of these decks for free for only nine dollars you get to try out one of these decks and i think it's kind of cool because i've even used these as conversation starters with my fiance like not not like meant to but you know i would go through these decks for the stream for my twitch stream and come across one like oh this is kind of a cool question idea i've never really thought about and then i will ask her that question over dinner hey what do you think of what do you think about this and then we'll have a conversation it's really neat and yes they're just icebreakers and if you're if you're very very creative at creating your your own icebreakers good for you but some of us need a little bit of help and Poddex was there to help us. So thanks again, Poddex. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Uh, we definitely appreciate the audience, your feedback, any and all. If people wanted to follow you, Quentin, where could they go and do that? On Twitch and Instagram at Firewall. You guys can find me under those locations under Lazy Tech Tony. Also, you can find both of us at Still Recording podcast on instagram we also have a reddit but more recently we have also a discord server under the lazy squad as well as a facebook page under the lazy studios entertainment uh, moniker so you can go check those out any discussions we'll talk about it we would love to have you guys in the live chat here on twitch and until the next time be good to yourselves and each other talk to you later Bye, guys.